Welcome to episode 259 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it is your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Whew. I am here. Don't turn me down. Turn me up. No, that's my fault. That's not that ain't your fault. I'm the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. So, real quick, before we get into the sports, back in the week and everything. When I was getting my hair done the last time, my stylist was like, man, Tim be loud, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's just coming and be like, ah! <laughs> and I said, yes, he does. Hell yes, no. he does. She's like, can you turn him down? No. I said, we do. No, bro. Don't turn me down. Turn me up. That's crazy, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> my dad asked me something. He's like, he said the loud one on your, your show. Yeah, like, yeah Tim's the loud one. Yeah. yeah, the loud one. Listen, but, I just make sure I, I project. You don't have the mics in this the This is theater. People are listening this to this in theater. <laughs> <laughs> People are listening to this in their headphones. Right, like they don't and want you just you hollering. Blowing out their intro. Hey, you shouldn't have your headphones that loud anyways. You know, you get the sound things under the heptics and shit. They tell you, hey, it's too loud. Turn that down, bro. If you put it down low, you hear me just fine. <laughs> no, because then they wouldn't hear us at all. Right. Exactly. Turn up then. <laughs> you turn up enough for everybody, nigga. And that's why we turn your, your mic, mic down. Exactly. That's why you on your own Keep me on channel. my own station, channel. boss. Mm-hmm. Sport fact of the week. I got one for Tim. What you got? August 9th, 2012, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt. Hey! He won the 200 meter at the London Olympics in 19 sec- 19.32 seconds. Uh, yeah. He became the first to win the 100 meter, 200 meter double in back-to-back Olympics. That man was, I mean, his, his reign of terror, bro. <laughs> he was on a, no pun intended, run, dog. <laughs> I, I, I see what you did. I see what you did. He went nice. three straight Olympics? Uh, shit, he, he, couldn't nobody beat him for a couple years. It was some quiet years. storm voice for real. Okay, Mister Brock. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Hey, this, hey this that's just what I'm saying. Is. Like, tell her, turn up. That's you know? a quiet storm. <laughs> that ain't what they said, fam. Everybody loved a quiet storm. Oh, um, shout out to somebody real quick too. Um, her name is Angel. She listens to the pod. Um, she don't know nothing about sports, but hey, she Angel. said she said that we are entertaining. Aww. And she actually said Camille's Camille's really funny. Th- like, thank you. My husband don't think so. Yeah. I was like, oh, she. Had, <laughs> I hated it immediately. A few he's. Couple HAs. <laughs> but no, shout out, thank you. Yeah, but she said Camilla's dope. And I was like, yeah, she's dope, but she ain't. Dope. Appreciate you listening. Her name was Angel. Angel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you listening, Angel. Quiet Storm made me think of a story. So, like, I was driving back from um, Madison and. Not moments in love. You are doing. Like it sounded like it was coming from here, but it's headphones, so that's stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, I knew it was you, Sly. Hey, yeah. what's up, bro? Somebody what else is burning. Um, hey, we heard hey, you. Was, right. uh, we heard you was light skin. Right. <laughs> hey, I consider you light skin, nigga. You lighter than me. Anything lighter than me, light skin. So everybody in this room light skin. Shout out, brother. Damn near shit. I don't know. We, we, we kind of we close. All right, bro. <laughs> Anyway, Quiet Storm, the dude really sounded like that. Like, we called in, and he was—he really had the smooth voice on. I'm like, dude, you got to chill. <laughs> Don't put the sexy voice on. <laughs> Listen, it's so and so and so and so. Right, like. The Quiet Storm. Speed this shit up, bro. No, it's the quietest. It's supposed to be that. You can still speed this shit up, bro. Damn. It's still a storm. 
It's still a storm, nigga. That shit is still a little calamity, a little chaos in his mouth. You know what? Yeah, dude, dude. <laughs> calamity? That's the word of the day. <laughs> Duh, I have never heard. Dude just ran when he right, threw he calamity, calamity in, in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> calamity. Like, that's just some shit to do. He just heard just... that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to use that motherfucker. Somebody can rename the source. Right. Also, guys, before we get into it, it thank you, Sly. It's the quiet storm. I didn't, anyway. I didn't say yelling, bro. Speed this shit up. No, earlier you told me to turn up. You turn up. Qu- quiet storm, nigga. He just got to speed up. <laughs> <laughs> he talked too damn slow. It's the... Never mind. We don't keep doing this. <laughs> On Thursdays, make sure that you tune in to the Good News Radio app or our YouTube page to catch the exclusive second show of Technical File, Tech File Overtime. Mm-hmm. Again, you can only hear that show in those two places, the Good News Radio app, so make sure you download that or our YouTube page, so make sure you are subscribed to that as well. Uh, let's see, last week we talked about um, SummerSlam, recapped the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to start Hard Knocks this week, but we're going to do two at a time, so we got to figure out what we're going to do this week for the show, but I have an idea, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, so make sure y'all tune in to hear that. Mm-hmm. The game that needs a name. Uh, <clears throat> did either of y'all do your homework this week? I have one. What's that? So Lamont Dozier passed away. Rest in peace to him. He was one of the writers for Motown. He penned okay. a lot of hits for Motown. I don't mm-hmm. even know what you were about to suggest, but I'm going to be the first one out. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I was thinking either Motown songs or groups Ooh. or oh, artists. Oh, God dang. I stand by what I said. Ah! <laughs> I might not be too far behind you. I mean, just pick an artist and go through their stuff. You got like Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. You said that? songs? That's easy. I said, I, said, I said either songs or artists, whichever one is easy. <laughs> who, else you, who else you got on Motown? <laughs> Motown, Stevie Wonder, Four Tops, Temptation, Supreme, Jackson Smokey five. Robinson, Jackson 5. I was said, does Mike count? Not his, nah, his solo. solo. Hmm. Uh, Do Neo count? Because he on Motown now. No, Neo was on Motown. Yeah. I was thinking more. You thinking old school Motown? I was thinking record? what he might have been able to pin himself. But oh, okay. I was going to say uh, Boyz II Men. Boyz II Men also was Motown. But we could include the modern Motown because even Erica Badu had an yeah. album on Motown. Okay. Uh, our music battle. Bruno Mars was on that motherfucker, wasn't he? No, Bruno Mars. <laughs> was on Motown? I don't think he was on Motown. I thought that was part of one of our uh, music battles, and we was like, hey, technically. No, there was a music battle that the Elements was in, and Motown was one of their categories. I remember because I told them that Erica Badu was on there, and they was like, what? <clears throat> I think they played Bag Lady, and everybody was like, shot. And yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, that, that, that counts. <clears throat> we got to run them back. I swear. <clears throat> Dog. Niggas did not want the smoke, bro. No, nah, 72 uh, and 10 cheated. I don't want it, though. Hey, outside of that. I don't want it, though. <laughs> See what we did to Swiss and Suits? Man. Niggas don't want the smoke. <laughs> right <laughs> right ass right out the motherfucking building. Uh, oh, yeah. Bruno Mars was on Universal Motown. I thought so. I thought that was the stipulation. His first album? Uh, I'm just, assuming it was his first. I'm on his Wikipedia. But we had, because either them or us used him, and everyone was like, no. I don't think we had Motown for one of our categories, because I would have been too excited. Pull out some smoky money, good. I'm saying. Speaking of voices, that boy, he got the sexy voice. But that was my suggestion, just because uh, I saw Lamont Dozier passed away. Hmm. He was part of uh, a legendary writing group from Motown. Oh. Everything I'm gonna always bring up is gonna be topical. So if it don't Ooh. get picked that week, it probably won't get picked ever. Like when I said, <laughs> like when I said, so, I said during Prince's birthday, I said Prince songs. Y'all like, no, we do that next week. They don't make sense next week. Well, it makes sense this week if we ain't got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> it got on purple, purple, rain. There we go. We got correlation. You want to do it? <laughs> Again, if it ain't like Michael Jackson songs or Jay Z songs, like me naming songs, is 
not gonna work. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he was Bruno Mars was signed originally to Motown, but he got dropped within a year before re- he released anything. Album. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I thought so. I don't remember no Motown Bruno album, but if it was, it would have been his first one. But regardless of such. Okay. God dang it. Uh. Okay. I know I put a bunch of them in we there can do, a long time ago. So. We can do Motown. Oh, whatever. Y'all want to do Motown artists or Motown songs? Well, we just named off all the artists. Good. <laughs> we can do songs. I feel like cause then you could pick. Songs be, you could pick like Stevie easier. Wonder and just go down his list if you wanted to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I can start then. In case, okay. in case folks aren't familiar, the game that needs a name is a rapid fire game where we select the category, such as Motown songs, mm-hmm. and we go in some type of order. We're going to go clockwise. So myself, then Ken, then Eric, then Tim, naming off things that relate to said topic within about five seconds. Last one standing wins. It's going to be Camille. I'm taking hard. All right. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Signed, sealed, and delivered. It's on me. Mm-hmm. Um, ribbon, <laughs> ribbon in the sky. Uh, heard it through the grapevine. On and on. Let's get it on. Um, shit. All right, I'm going. <laughs> ABC. Apple tree. My girl. Uh, uh, fuck. Bag lady. Since I lost my lady, or since I lost my baby. Next lifetime. Just my imagination. Motown Philly. Uh, Tears of a Clown. Song for Mama. Uh, cruising. End of the road. Uh, <laughs> shout. Treasure. Oh, we got a bag. Treasure by who? Bruno! We just said that don't count. It was no Motown. Bro, he was on Motown. He was oh, dropped. Bro, he just said he was dropped before hey, the he album was with came him. out. He was with him. They dropped him. He's Not when that him. album came out. You all be. It's all right, bro. It's all right. You hey. <laughs> just said it. Where's the bell? You had a run, bro. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, <laughs> that was the smart thing to do. Pick an artist and just go down the list. Y'all had a back and forth. Lionel Richie, was he on Motown? The com- Ooh, I don't think the Commodores were on Motown. Okay. That's a All good right. one, though. Because I, I started thinking about Commodores and Lionel Richie songs. That's what threw me off. Like, I, I like, ain't think about it, but like my son watches Mot- uh, what's called Motown Magic. Like, I like that shit. Every day. So I, I, try, I tried to think of like songs that were on there, got and you. I got through two. So. It's a lot of them. It's a lot I was trying to think of that song. Uh, I know it feels like somebody watching me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? That's Rockwell who made it. Yeah, but Somebody's watching me. <laughs> that video used to creep me out as a kid. Because they always hiding around the corner, like looking and shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? It was a little interesting. That's a fact. All right, y'all. Let's get into the, the topics of the week then. Oh. Okay. I just want to say, first off, the amount of good news on this list this week is not high. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! So we're gonna have to try to spin it, <laughs> bring some life to to our topics. But uh, in a face to face meeting with the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> uh, owner is it Joe Sy? Yep. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, NBA All Star, All NBA player Kevin Durant mm-hmm. said again to his face, what "I don't want to be about? here." <laughs> so either trade me, or get rid of general manager Sean Marks and head coach Steve Nash. <laughs> After that news broke. Joe Sy tweeted out, quote, our front office and coaching staff have my support. We will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets, end quote. Hmm. So the trade market had been a little bit quiet for a while, and here come Kevin Durant, you know, sparking things up again <laughs> because there was some scuttle, but like, hey, the Nets <clears throat> might just try to bring him back and, you know, just see if they can make it work. And the next thing you know, boom, 
It ain't Fire sweet. the coach. <laughs> Fire the GM or trade me. This was KD this week. Right. <laughs> Shaking the table. Uh, no, that's like that's negotiating one on one. Like when you have no desire to, you know, continue this. Like you just ask for outlandish shit that you know they're going. <laughs> they, you know they're going to reject. <laughs> the whole front office like, got well, go. I tried. I don't know what to tell y'all. Trade me. Kind of like how they act, trading him. They don't want to, so they ask for everything up under the sun. Mm, like, give me yeah. your whole team for him. Like, come on, bro. What's the fucking point? <laughs> like, y'all know how. Why? We want to be contenders. They just going to point to, uh, uh. Minnesota? Yeah, and they like, Rudy Gobert got, six, like, five, six draft picks. He, he won't that Man, he destroyed that much. He uh, ain't me. <laughs> he ain't me. Exactly. But, uh, apparently the Nets do have direct <clears throat> knowledge of the reasons behind Kevin Durant's trade request. And apparently he is not going to come off of where he stands. I wonder if he'll hold out. Ten toes, bro. We'll see. I have, I have no idea. Like, I know everybody says KD, he ain't gonna sit out, but it's like Oh, he got like he saw Ben Simmons eventually got his way. His new mm-hmm. teammate. He probably learned from him. They had a conversation. Which, I don't know. Did y'all <laughs> see the thing? It was Rick Buecher, so like who knows if it's actually true, but apparently he's, uh, he's from Bleacher Report. I don't know where he is now. He used to be with ESPN. He's been all around. Not very uh, highly regarded, so take this, with, take this with a grain of salt. But he claims that uh, Ben Simmons was in a group chat with the Nets. <laughs> like, before game four, they're like, hey, are you going to play? And he left the group chat. Damn. He actually, uh, he's an NBA analyst for Fox Sports. Okay. Again, grain of salt. But I just thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I don't know what's He was like, happen. I'm out of here. <laughs> so I guess the, my issue is... You requested Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. Now oh, that, you endorsed now, it. I'm sorry, you endorsed it. Now Steve they're Nash. saying like he wasn't, you know, yeah, okay. as hands on in that decision. Fuck out of here. He gave it his blessing, but he wasn't pushing for Fuck it. Fuck out of here. Although for the last three years or two years since they hired him, it's mm-hmm. been it's because been of KD's thing. relationship with, with Steve, Steve Nash in Golden State. That's why he's here. Mm-hmm. Two. And he ain't pushed back on that at any point in the last None. two years until now. He's KD? upset about it. Hey, hey, that wasn't me. Hey, KD get the bell. That's a lie, sir. Right. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, no he like, fuck Steve Nash. You also have Sean Marks, who pretty much bent over backwards to meet every demand that you've had. <clears throat> That's mm-hmm. all they did. And your proposition to play is to get rid of the two enablers. Because... <laughs> What can y'all say? Well, what can anybody say that really Steve Nash? Like, if there were games where we watched him, we like Steve sitting on the sideline, like, shit, what the fuck I'm supposed to do? What, what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna tell these cats. I mean, he ain't a coach. Everybody's a coach according to Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So, KD. Yeah. And it was cool Nash, with that. Like, that's what I'm saying. saying. Which to them was like a selling point. It's like, yeah, no, we don't want a veteran coach. Exactly. We don't want Kenny Atkinson, who's been successful. Um, as a coach here. We don't want, you know, Mike D'Antoni, who's on the staff. Like, we don't Structure. want like a, a a leader that has been at mm-hmm. the head of it because like we can't control him in any way mm-hmm. like we want somebody that's going to be more collaborative in their approach to you know running a basketball team it's like mm-hmm. and we know what that means give sure. us freedom to iso ball mm-hmm. although i guess that tracks because like now it seems like they're trying to rein them in a little bit and like they're taping they're like- against like <laughs> no y'all say we can do what we want so we want to keep doing what we want. i'm gonna do it and they say clearly what y'all want to do ain't gonna work no it hasn't been working and uh we need something different which I guess is one of the things that you can fault the front office for because you can't give them free reign and then be like, now nah, we're going to rein it back in. Like, mm-hmm. that ain't mm-hmm. what we signed up for here. But uh, oh, You trying to put rules on me? You got to go, bro. But also, <laughs> again, like, KD and Kyrie are also at fault because, like, this is the situation that they created. Like, mm-hmm. this is what they wanted. 
I'm not trying to hear that they didn't want Steve. I don't get. I'm not trying to hear. That. It's just like James Harden <laughs> talking about some. I didn't choose to get. I didn't want to get traded to Brooklyn. I always wanted to go to Philly. Did, did he really say that? Yeah. Why did when he got traded to Philly? He That's, said, I never really yeah. said I wanted Whole to Whole ass fat suit and all of that shit. Why are you lying to us, bro? <laughs> but that's also how he got out of Houston. Like, he tried, he didn't take any responsibility mm-hmm. for the trading culture. for uh, Russell Westbrook. Like, that's basically what, like, wound up. He wanted to win a championship. He didn't feel like he could win a championship with Russ as his teammate, but he, he didn't want to take that responsibility. It's his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I pushed for them to trade for Russell, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And like I ran Chris Paul out of town. Like yeah. <laughs> those are things that you actively did. Much like KD and Kyrie now, like they chose this situation. They handpicked their teammates. Basically, they handpicked their coach. Mm-hmm. They've been driving the boat on like, hey, we need to get James Harden. Yeah. Apparently, like I'm not gonna say he drove. They drove Harden out, but like I don't think the Nets would have made that trade if mm-hmm. Kyrie was around. Ty, well, no, because I, I, I don't think that Harden would have asked out. But like, I don't think that without KD and Kyrie's blessing, KD's blessing, um, <laughs> that they would that they would have pulled the trigger on it. They would have been like, if you figure you can make this shit work, then mm-hmm. we'll try to make this shit work. So again, like it all comes back to them. Like they're responsible mm-hmm. for it. But like to your point, no one takes responsibility. No, no one is. Yeah. And Although it sounds now. like now, like the ownership and management are trying to be like, "Hey, we're not going through this shit." <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sick of this shit. Right, we're not going through this shit again. Like that's what Brian Windhorst from ESPN has been pushing like this entire offseason. He's like, Joe Sy is like, "I'm not going through another year like we just went through." Like apparently it was even worse than what we know, what we know of behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And they're like, "This ain't happening." So like that's why there was pushback <clears throat> and signing Kyrie to a long term deal. That's why. You know, like they're standing their ground now with like Katie's trade demands. Like we're mm-hmm. gonna get what we want from this trade. Like we're not gonna do you any favors. Like we don't care about that stuff, mm-hmm. which is admirable, I guess. But at the same time, it's like you kind of reap what you sow, and like whatever yeah. happens, happens from here on out. Like, like it's nice that y'all found y'all a uh, backbone, backbone at this <laughs> point to stand up. But now you have to deal also with the consequences that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the Celtics, Raptors, and Heat still remain the most significant candidates to acquire Kevin Durant. I don't know how the Heat keeps sneaking on that. Me list. either. Dude. Me either. On everybody's That's list. That's just Pat Riley G. That's all that is right there. I mean, like, they, I mean, I understand that Miami's gonna go hard after mm-hmm. him, but like they literally have, like, they can't trade Bam there. They like here with though. Ben Simmons <clears> on. <throat> They can't trade Bam there with Ben Simmons on the roster. Mm-hmm. Like they're that I think like eight to nine players that they cannot acquire via trade with Ben Simmons on the roster. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna get into why, but just know Bam is on that list. So they they will have to trade Ben Simmons and Kevin Kevin Durant in any deal that brings in Bam. Mm. And then beyond that, you have Jimmy Butler, which I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you got like you get to like the Kyle Lowry's and. Tyler Heroes of the world, which again, like, isn't going to get you a return, and they don't have all their draft picks. Like, they don't have a package that conceivably could bring in mm-hmm. a Kevin Durant or beat out what Boston or Toronto could offer. Boston's they can't beat out fucking. It's, it seems to me like signs are indicating that it's going to be Boston. Boy, if he ended up in Boston, though. that's how I'm starting to feel. Based like the the article that the Athletic put out, like at the end they were just like, uh, the Cel- you know, Celtics, Raptors, and Miami, they're the most, you know, uh, significant candidates. Mm-hmm. And then they kept saying, like, but Boston's package around uh, Jalen Brown, Brown is, is is a viable deal. It seems such a viable I'm like, all right. <laughs> Unless New Orleans jumps in, like, Jalen Brown is the single best, best player, player that they can acquire. So yep. they're always going to be at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. And we... We posted our clip from last week's show when I was mentioning if I was Boston, I would not want to acquire Kevin Durant. But I would like to say... If mm-hmm. I was Brooklyn, 
I would love to acquire Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get Jalen Brown back for Kevin. Like, if I had to give up Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. given the options on the table here, like, yeah. yeah, for sure. I would be calling Boston, like, yeah, let's see what we can do here. Birds of a feather, that might be, like, the one player they can bring in that actually keeps Kyrie in the fold. And, I don't and know, because they was already they already did that shit in Boston. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what if it's sour grapes there or not. I don't know. I saw a picture of them with Ke- with with Kanye, like yeah. K- K- birds Kyrie, of a feather. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kyrie also did say like he was loved in the locker room. Yeah, it just it so then what the fuck out. happened on the court? Like it just didn't work out. It wasn't a fit. That nigga be lying too. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga be lying. And apparently, like Jason Tatum hasn't been like forceful in his. No, we need to keep the team together. No, like, he has not. I mean, you get a chance to play. Like, hey, what's up, Jeff? Appreciate you tuning in. What's going on? Like, you... Jeff. You replace... this <laughs> Right. <laughs> but you get a chance... Not necessarily saying it's an upgrade, but I mean, I guess it's Kevin Durant. So, you have the opportunity. Like, you were like, yeah, don't leave. <clears throat> Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to go. Hurry up. Because I mean, him and KD are cool. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum and, and KD are cool. Mm-hmm. And they like, played together. Right. How old is KD again? 34. 30. He's about to be 34. Okay. He will be 38 at the end about of that contract. contract. Woo! Okay. Woo! It's still but, KD, I mean, if, if, I was going to say, if LeBron's any, like, yeah. I know you can't really use LeBron, but, like, at the same time, like, players are aging better now than mm-hmm. they ever have before. I don't yeah. know if that's a million dollar a year body, though. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, LeBron's body. Yeah. <laughs> a million a year, bro. But in the thing. KD's shooting. Yeah, I was like, no, yeah, like, I, hear, I hear I'm talking about the you're talking about like how the bodies yeah. Yeah, hold, hold up. up. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like you mentioned, like LeBron, it's hard to comp him to anybody because like you sound like Jeff out here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jeff out here working. Hey, I hear you, bro. <laughs> but no, nah, we'll see what happens with KD. I'm not sure if he is <clears throat> well. He's he's forcing their hand as, as hard as he can to get him out of here. And if Joe Sai is really sitting here like I don't want like a circus, they might just end up doing a deal just to get it over with. We will see, though. Yeah. We will see. I think they pick is unprotected to the uh, Sixers for next year. Which <laughs> you would think that they would have learned their lesson about like trading unprotected picks. But no. They said we got a we got a superstar core here, baby. Ain't nothing going wrong. And it all went wrong. They need to be on the <laughs> other side of these trades. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's part of why I don't think like the Nets are going to outright tank because they have no advantage to do so. Like I think they're going to be sorry. Dang near. Philly's unprotected pick goes to, to Brooklyn. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I, I feel like the Nets are going to try their hardest to at least be like. But they do still owe playing picks contention. to Houston for Harden in the first place. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, that's who got their picks. But, say lobby. Ask Tim what all this. I have a question. Because, like, we haven't talked to, like, obviously we were off for better part of a month. As Bucks fan, like, it won't happen. Like, being a Bucks fan, it's boring <laughs> as hell outside of, like, two months <laughs> in the spring because. We broke! <laughs> well, not, not even that. It's just like, you know they're not going to do anything splashing in the offseason, and no. then the regular season is pretty much like, we know what they are. We know what they'll do. They're going to be there at the end. Like, there's no real reason aside from, like, I like watching basketball to tune in from game to game because they are what they are. Titanium World Middleton is no. Uh, that, that's actually I where know I was going. I know that's where like, you're going. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Like, as Bucks fans, would you want to... I'll let them answer first. Y'all know would what I'm going to say. Would you want to be in the Kevin Durant business if... You know, like whatever they have to trade, like they gave up for him. Y'all can answer first. Um, so it's something I thought about for a minute, <clears> and <throat> it's still one of those like, all right, if we get KD, don't expect him to be there for the full season because he he hasn't played more than sixty games. I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> you know you're gonna get him, and he probably gonna miss twenty plus games maybe mm-hmm. in the season. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Is the trade off fair enough that you know you get him back in the playoffs if he low managed the way he well, don't he know that has. he might get injured right before the playoffs. If he low managed the way he has though, the last two years he's been available for the playoffs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he got hurt in February, but hey, yeah, he might get hurt in March, April. Okay. You don't know. We don't. That's anybody. I mean, only one of them played like their team's full allotment of games this uh, this postseason, and it wasn't the guy in Brooklyn. Like, if we're comparing the people that are getting traded in this trade. True. So. Kevin, uh, Middleton, Middleton was hurt in the playoffs. So, with that being said, and taking into account the chemistry between Giannis and Middleton, mm-hmm. which is huge. And Giannis' happiness. I, I, think I mean, I, I take, I take into Kevin consideration <laughs> that any move the Bucks do, they're gonna have Giannis to sign off. Correct. So let's take that. Just like this one. Just like the Bucks. I just don't feel like Giannis would sign off for that. I really don't. It's a hypothetical. I understand, but I'm telling you, I don't feel like he would sign off for it. Oh, but man. I mean, also like the, the Nets aren't gonna take Chris Middleton, Marjan Bochamp, and a first round pick for Kevin Durant. So like, I would be again, it's hypothetical here. Mm. Tim still thinking. Shit, because I mean, like the trade, I mean, it's, is it much of a trade off like that, though, with the way our team is structured and the Middleton's role on our team? Well, Kevin Durant coming in here, in essence, still being number two, he will be number two now. Mm-hmm. This would probably be the first time that he actually isn't the number one. Mm-hmm. Le- like, bona fide, flat out, hey, you're not number one. Mm-hmm. And give him free. Uh, you giving Kevin Durant free reign. Do you want Ken to answer? Ooh, what you're I was gonna thinking? say, like, you, like, you, you out really loud. thinking out loud? Uh, go uh, ahead. I don't know. I feel like. Well, I'm not. I'm not like a legit jet. Like, That's why I'm very curious. I'm, just, I'm very curious to, know, to, um, to me, it doesn't make sense to bring KD in. Like, like what Camille was saying. Like, I don't think Giannis. Uh, of course, it's KD. So of course, like having uh, you know, a superstar of his caliber, like he'll walk in bucket. But again, like he don't play full seasons. Giannis won a championship without him. The team is still good enough to... So Golden State? Huh? I said so to Golden State? Yeah. So I don't feel like it'll be... I don't know. It don't make sense. Like, after everything that, that has happened between the Bucks and, and the Nets, like, it doesn't make sense for KD to come here. Like, it'll be good to see, like, on a nightly basis, like, oh, I'm going to go to Bucks game, and I get, I get to see KD every night. Like, that aspect of it sounds good, but <laughs> in the long run, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, aside from the fact that I don't think Giannis would sign off for it, uh, I, you sound like you hating. <laughs> I tell you, what. Oh, I think the world hates Chris Middleton. Like, no, I already knew it. I told the world hates Chris Middleton. So, of course, that's why they he's sound like you hating. He's gonna say get rid that's of him. Right, Poor man, Joe Johnson. Like, like, come on, bro. No, that's a nah, he would trade Chris Middleton for like Tobias Harris or something. Yeah, know. like listen. One, uh, I mentioned a lot of the same concerns last week when I was talking about why, if I was the Boston Celtics, I would not trade for Kevin Durant, and a lot of that sentiment is the same as to why if I were the Bucks, I would not trade for Kevin Durant. I know what I have, mm-hmm. and I know this is a championship level team. The locker room chemistry is great. Mm-hmm. The is the locker room. They have a no assholes policy on the Bucks. No, like, for real. Like that's what they always say. Like. Giannis and Chris are like the they champion that locker room, mm-hmm. and now Drew as as well. Where it's like we that's just not how they get down. Mm-hmm. And one you and bringing that whole <laughs> random eyes chemistry aspect when you bring KD in there because KD can be kind of moody yeah. and do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that would align. And also when you're thinking about fit because we have to give Chris Middleton, 
probably Marjan, mm -hmm. probably some other pieces as well. I don't know what the package would be. Uh, package. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just not, I just don't think that it's worth messing up the chemistry that you already have. And also, KD is older. Mm hmm. With, that age gap is a lot smaller. Though. Like, it's, no, it's, it's smaller. No, like, feel, but again, he is still younger <laughs> than K KD is. And um, that's a lot for the role, he I mean, Kevin Durant's a generational talent. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like the role that he would play on this team, I'm not sure if you'd be util utilizing the best of what you can do oh, with KD with the ball running ooh. through Giannis's hands. Because I don't see KD and Giannis in pick and roll like I would Chris and, Chris and Giannis. Well, like, they still put up about 25 no, shots. No, I'm, I'm saying how they get the buckets are different. Like, KD and Kate, not KD, Middleton and Giannis have a beautiful pick and roll game. Like, it's just, it's, that's, if you saw in the playoffs during the championship run, when they did nothing to do, let's just keep spamming Giannis and Chris pick and roll because either Giannis is going to score or Chris is going to be able to get a bucket. And KD does not run in pick and rolls the same way that Chris Middleton does. Like, KD mm -hmm. would be on the other side. Like, you know what? Like, it's just, yeah. the steps are different. I don't like it. I wouldn't want it. Don't don't need it. Could you talk yourself into it if it happened? I would cry. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie to you. I would cry. Yeah. I would be devastated if we traded Chris Middleton. For okay. anybody or for Kevin Durant? Probably. I, I, today, anybody. I, I don't okay. want to trade Chris Middleton. I love Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is actually underrated. Mm hmm. Hmm. So, like, do you have an answer yet? Or are you still thinking it out? I'm still thinking. I'm, not, still I'm letting y'all play it out. So, like, this is really, like, it's just a thought exercise for me. Because, like, I know in a million years it it's will never happen. happen. Right. Like, right. Like, right. just, it won't happen. For one, the Bucks don't have the access. Two, like, to y'all point, Giannis wouldn't saw, sign off on it. Mm -hmm. Three, like, I just don't think that culture-wise, like, Kevin Durant pissed the culture of the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, mm -hmm. they're really big on culture. They're really big on like people that want to be here being here. Mm -hmm. And like again, Kevin Durant being traded here against his will into a role where he might, where he, this is like one of the few places in the league where he wouldn't be clear cut number one. He would not. Mm -hmm. So, like, if that matters to him, which probably mm -hmm. people of that ilk, like, that matters to them. Like, yeah. that's part of the reason why Giannis didn't want Chris Paul here. Um, like, it, he would be here against his will. He wouldn't be happy. He's not family oriented like the rest of the team is. Like, he's just not, I mean, his family, like his mom and his brother, yeah, but like as far as like raising his own family, that like, seems to be something that they care about. Like they're really big mm -hmm. on like that type of stuff. So like again, like those are all the reasons why it wouldn't happen. But I guess I'm thinking through like <sighs> at some point, like you'll have Giannis at peak of his powers and then like his whole core will have aged out essentially. Right. So like they do need to think of like a pivot after, you know, Chris and Drew and, and Brooke and all those people. No. But, like, after all those people. So, like, I do start thinking about, like, what is the next move? Like, where do they go? Like, what type of players do they need to bring in? And part of what I've come to realize is, like, the Bucks don't have a point guard. They have three mm -hmm. league ball handlers, but, like, not a pure point guard. So, like, if you're trading Chris Middleton, you do need a wing that can handle the ball, that can run the offense, which is not as easy to find as you would <laughs> think. So, like, they, they have, like, taken great care to, like, build this team around it. So, like, if you're trading Chris, like, you have to find – a replacement for that which might mean like subsequent moves because then you have to find like more traditional point guard so again like thinking through like there aren't that many perfect fits with Giannis like Chris Middleton is thank you he is there like on 2k when you're doing the black top and then you can pick two on two the picture is Chris and Giannis and I said that makes sense <laughs> hmm. they're probably I think next to the Golden State guys they're the longest tenured duo in the mm -hmm. league mm -hmm. like it's uh Steph I don't it's Steph and Clay are number one. Steph and Draymond, I think, might be the same as 
Giannis and Chris. Chris. Yeah, like it's a yeah. There aren't or they many, may have them by like one year. There aren't many guys that have played together consistently as long as Chris and Giannis in today's NBA. Like mm. it's it's a special thing that they have together, and there's a reason why Giannis loves going to battle with that guy. <laughs> If you trade Chris, it means Carter gets more minutes. All right, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's it's funny to think about the replacements because I think ideally what the Bucks would hope is that Marjan mm-hmm. could grow to be a player. Um, not to say that he'd be – no, for real. Like, that's what – I've heard Ben Baker talking about some. <laughs> he wants Marjan to study Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm not saying they're the same type of player, but I'm saying it's another it's a wing that they have coming up behind in the, in the depths. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I just, like, he's – He's a late first-round pick that hasn't played an NBA game, so I don't want to put like Chris Middleton replacement on, you know, I don't want to put that on him yet. Like, it's, and Chris Middleton was a second-round draft pick traded out of Brook out of he, Detroit for for was. nothing. And how many times has that happened in the NBA? It does not, which is why I hope this first-round draft pick does stand it's out. It's kind of like you know, like oh, Jordan Love is following two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like he's the next one in line. It's like don't put that. Like you don't know what he's gonna be. Like you ain't got to put that on him. Like he's gonna be who he's gonna be. Like. We, mm-hmm. Oh, you no, only he, setting yourself up for failure. He's Hall of Fame quarterback. Setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> no, that's I don't even like think your... that. I don't even think that Marjan and, and Chris will. They, they don't play the same no. way. I'm just saying, like that's the the young wing on the roster who I could see being like, okay, well, you could you could probably start somewhere. But Cause, I mean, like people did that with uh, Ward too. Like, oh man, he a bucket. Well, like this next Jordan Ward. Oh yeah, I mean he is a bucket. He just can't play no ne- defense. Next Chris Middleton. Like no, nah. <laughs> he just can't nah. play no. Chris can play some defense. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Um, in the September issue of Vogue, Serena Williams penned an article discussing her plans to move on from tennis after competing in the U.S. Open, which takes place at the end of this month. Despite some reluctance, um, she decided to make this move to focus on other things such as growing her family and business ventures. So Serena Williams has currently won 23 Grand Slam single titles. Um, and this will mean she's stepping away after 27 years. Fuck them all. Cause I remember her coming. I remember her coming in. Mm-hmm. My grandmother used she to be came, super geeked about them girls. She came in as like Venus' little sister, and then mm-hmm. that was 27 years ago. God damn, yeah. that's yeah, bro. I would encourage anyone if they have not, because this just came out today. Um, please read the article that she wrote for Vote. Mm-hmm. It is beautifully written, and it's all just her explaining her decision, why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that she, I pulled out a couple of quotes I do want to read in case, you know, folks ain't going to actually read the full article because I know how y'all be. She said, uh, believe me, I never wanted to have to choose between tennis and the family. I don't think it's fair. If I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this because I'd be out there playing and winning while my wife was doing the physical labor of expanding our family. Maybe I'd be more of a Tom Brady if I had that opportunity, but don't get me wrong. I love being a woman, and I've loved every second of being pregnant with Olympia. I was one of those annoying women who adored being pregnant and was working until the day I had to report to the hospital. Although things got super complicated on the other side, and I almost did do the impossible. A lot of people don't realize that I was two months pregnant when I won the Australian Open in 2017. But I'm turning 41 this month, and something's got to give, aka I can't do that again. <laughs> so she wants to have another baby. Yes, she okay. want. They want. She said her daughters keep saying like she heard her daughter say like, "What do you want?" She, like the question like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And her daughter whispered like, "I want to be a big sister." <laughs> and she said she's, I know, right? And she said she's heard her daughter say often like, "I want to be a big sister." And Serena's thinking about the fact that she's the youngest of five sisters and mm-hmm. how much she looks up to her sisters and she's always wanted a family and. That's what's up, though. And she also wants to further expand her business ventures because she realized that most capital dollars go to white 
men mm-hmm. and organizations led by white men. And she was like, we got to we gotta get more people who are women and more black people in these businesses and in these spaces to give out money and help fund businesses ran by people of color and women. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's uh, she wants to keep playing tennis. Don't get her wrong. Like she wishes she could keep playing. She was saying like, uh, it makes her cry every time she thinks about quitting and she's just taking a day at a time and wouldn't have been perfect if she would have been able to win at the last tournament already have 24 and then win 25 break the record and retire but she's like it ain't gonna go that way so we just gonna see what happens at the u.s open and then after that that'll be that she's been super close like a couple times right yes she's been in a few finals and she mentioned that she probably tricked them off because she was thinking too much about she's trying breaking that she record wanted it too much yeah. yeah you know what's funny reading the article today, i was like you know because the U.S. Open ends in on the 11th of September. It starts like the 28th starts of August. starts the end of August, yeah. And I was like, you know, hypothetically, if I just wanted to go and check out, say, the first round and see how, you know, see a game with her live. It's in New York. I mean, how much would it be? You can get regular nosebleeds, 52 bucks. That's it? 52 bucks. Oh, I was right. like, so then I was like, well, what's a round trip ticket to New York? <laughs> Dog, you ask, you answering all the questions <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> it's 130 bucks. That's it? So it's Wait, $52 so what, for what? the ticket, $130 uh, round, round trip. From Milwaukee? From Milwaukee to, to New, New York. York? Round to New York. trip, though? Round real? trip. 130 130 Ain't we ain't talking y'all, about spirit, are we? Like, no. I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't look at the. <laughs> I don't have a problem with spirit, though. I mean, like, if you just going in and out. But if you just that's going, true. New York is New York is quick. Is, is so I was like, okay, well, the ticket is fifty two. Say flights, if they nickel and dime your shit. Let's say, say two, one one fifty one sixty. Let's say you're about round it to two hundred. Two fifty two for you to go down there, and that's just for a day. That's just for the the opening night or whatever the case may be. But let's just say you want to go down there. It's say two nights or two games, two rounds. You're looking at about three, three fifty. I think I'm total. already off work them days too. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. Yeah, and it's the week before it's Labor Day. Day. Yeah, I'm... that's what I said. So that's damn near perfect too. I am. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, if you want to really I mean, catch a legend, last shit, last that's my last chance, chance to last see Serena live in yeah. New York. That'd be dope. Two weeks from now. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Maybe uh, two and a half weeks. From uh, starts Monday, August 29th, and Sunday, September 11th. So I was like, oh, huh. interesting. I like because you. I only picked the first round because like you never know. You, you don't know. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you know. never know. Did she get so, knocked out of one them early? Yeah, she got the last couple of them. One, one too late and two. So I was like, check out round one or two. That's not so. You could do all this for about thinking about hotels. Plus could, it's New York, so you know you got to count five hundred dollars <laughs> and see Serena for the last time. That'd be yeah. worth it. I might be tempted to do that. Yeah, that'd be worth it. And the final tickets was more expensive than that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, was like, it was nosebleeds, and I'm like, I don't give a shit, bro. <laughs> like, not in that instance. Like, I can still see her, Kana. Yeah. That's, that's, that's. Burl. <laughs> but I, I was there for Serena's last right. <laughs> tournament. Like, hey. I was there. But no, I that's. seen it. But that's that's actually nice to know. Yeah, but shout out to Serena. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know. I got emotional when I read that article. And I didn't realize how much she actually meant to me until I was thinking about it. Cause like she helped me get into tennis and thinking about all she had to go through as a black woman in the sport and all the the crap and things people said about her. Yeah, and, initially. Ooh. Oh man, and then ugh. And like I I don't want to push back on things that she said but i think that she's already like the tom brady of tennis yeah, like tennis, tennis yeah. players don't play into their 40s like men or women like it, yeah. the fact that she's done that you know however many years postpartum like at that high of a level like tennis primes are like your 
shit, there was a time when, like, if you were past 30, it was like, oh, she oh man, you over the hill. Like, so the fact that she went a decade past that even mm-hmm. and having a baby and still being, like, at the top of her game for yeah. the better part of that decade, like, I think that she's already accomplished what Tom Brady's doing as a 45-year-old starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, She was 36 when she won in 2017. Two months pregnant. You said she, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, wild, like, bro. Right. That is wild. That's why I was checking the ages of Federer and Nadal. Nadal's only 36. That's it? I thought he was older. It seemed like he'd be older. That's because he's been playing for so long. Federer's 41. Yeah. Federer's 41. And he hasn't played in how long? He's. I don't think we're going to see Fed. I don't either. No more. I'm not sure if we've seen Nadal no more, which both of those, like, to think of the fact that the three players that got me into, what's the comment? Uh, we can't see. Tennis primes are like 25. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, like, the fact that 35, she's still winning champ, Grand yeah. Slams. That's like. what. That's why Federer was so, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, the, thing, the fact that Federer, Nadal, and now Serena, like, they about to be gone. I don't know. Hopefully Coco take up the hill. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel, I feel old. <laughs> I feel sad. And uh, it's just a reminder, again, to appreciate <laughs> players while they're playing the game. Because once they're done, like, that's that's it. So, again, all LeBron haters... <laughs> Yeah. Please just appreciate what you were able to watch. Chris Paul haters, appreciate what you were about Boy, to watch. They'll be put on the show. Tom Brady haters. It's I don't know how he's still doing it, but like <laughs> just appreciate the the greatness while it's while no, it's available to you. Thought that quickly I forgot that he had retired this year. And then came back. And came back. <laughs> Couldn't do that. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> he was at home for a weekend, like all oh, straight on this shit. Hey, that's why Serena had to thought that. Maybe I could have been Tom. Right. Uh we got another comment, dude. If you want to was Jeff said, to be fair, Brady does way less athletic things than Serena. It's crazy how athletic she is. And that's a fact. Man, that's Serena a fact. A... There's a picture in that Vogue article. And I was like, I don't know who captured this photo of her when she was playing tennis. But I was like, my God. Her... The one with the cat suit? No, the cat suit like, was mad. No, had the world on fire. God damn it. And they had people <laughs> mad, too. Yeah, no, that's why I said the world was on fire. Because it was. Uh, Jamie Foxx at the SBs was like, let me Can I be on tennis ball? I've never related that's to a funny. song more in my life. <laughs> also, funny, The Rock yeah. saying that he wanted to be uh, Meg Thee Stallion's uh, pet. The pet. That was who hilarious. That? The, Rock. the Rock. Did he really? He was like, yes. you could be any celebrity's pet. Who would you be? He was like, Megan Thee Stallion. ain't even think about it. Hey, he was like, Kevin looked at him like, but that's not rolling like this He said, don't ask. Don't even ask the question. Don't we all know why. I just sent y'all the picture to our group. I saw. I was, I was like, my. God. I was like, her body is a work of art, fam. It's just a work of art. Body of a body. <laughs> Good lord. Work of art. Good. I ain't get it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> To work I put it in the, mm-hmm. just so y'all can see. Good Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Jesus Christ! Ah, well done. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. Uh, you wow, oh, boy. <laughs> Slice ao facts to both Meg and Serena. <laughs> Ooh, you boy. ain't never lied. Come <laughs> on, flies on walls. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I was gonna take that jump somewhere way where it didn't need to be. UConn star Paige Buckners. She's gonna miss the Bukers, I'm sorry. She's gonna miss the upcoming season after tearing her ACL in the pickup game last week. That Damn. sucks. Man. In a pickup? A pickup. Damn. That sucks, dude. Pickup game. That's trash. And she already missed 19 games last season with some injuries, but when she's healthy, as we all know. Buckets. That's why they paid buckets for a reason. Like She's mm. already uh, made about a, at least a million dollars in NIL deals, by That's the way. That's dope. 
Man. And it seems like it's easier for women to come back from ACLs like and play at a high level. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope so. I really hope so. And Meg BF got that. <laughs> if you can't look at Serena and see her beauty, you have something wrong with yourself. That's a fact. These are facts, yeah. That's a fact. That- <laughs> Go back to the 90s, early 2000s. It's hella. Hella. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so much racism, too. A lot of it was, lot of it was cloaked. Yeah. Some of it wasn't. <laughs> but a lot of it was cloaked. But regardless, we wish the best for Serena. Maybe we'll be in New York to see yeah. see that last, that last run. Russian court sentenced WNBA star Brittany Griner to nine years in prison on Thursday of last week, which was an expected conclusion to her trial um, that should now allow negotiations for a prisoner swap to accelerate. So Griner's been arrested. Well, she got arrested back in February. So this has been ongoing for quite some time now. So just wanted to keep folks updated in case they weren't aware. Um, I know people saw nine years and were just like, dang, like it's over. But like the thing that they, they kept saying is like it can't be a prisoner swap if she's not a prisoner so like yeah. she had to be sentenced like she had to plead guilty she had to be sentenced before they could even okay. really yeah. facilitate yeah. the, the, the swap right, so. so hopefully it's it's on the way we've seen president joe biden talking about somehow she <laughs> needs to come home and she's been wrongfully detained so hopefully he uh helps negotiate that so again sending love up to bg and her family and her friends absolutely hoping you get back home soon Rest in peace to Vin Scully. Vin Scully spent 67 seasons, 67 seasons calling games for the Dodgers. So he was in Brooklyn and then Los Angeles. That's how long he was calling games. 67 years. 67 years. That's wild, bro. Dude, his professional career could file for Social Security. (laughs) Yes. Which is nuts. Yeah, it can. Facts, facts. So I want to pay respects to him. He's a legendary uh, broadcaster. Like it's just certain names that you that you know of, and you're like, man, like that's somebody who's been doing good work for a while. Like here in Milwaukee, we've been blessed because uh, we got Bob Euchre. So Euchre, it, it's been cool. Well, Bob's not still calling games no more, is he? No, I, I thought he stopped. Yeah, I thought he stopped. I don't calling games no ago. more, but he'd be in the locker room. He'd still be around. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely around. He'd be tweeting and everything. I remember when they got when they got in the playoffs, he's in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching Major League last night. Oh, that's one of your favorites, too. I remember yeah. that from when we were doing Tech Ball Cinemas during the pandemic. Boy, why y'all got this picture in my phone now? It's unbelievable, ain't it? Like, God, it's, it's, it's a thing it's, of beauty. It's, man. I hope she got it framed. Somewhere. <laughs> you about to. You f- exactly. <laughs> you figure it out. I can't. I can't get it framed. That's Never mind. I ain't gonna have my best friend coming for me. <laughs> like why you put that notion in? Say, right. I'm not giving you no ideas or nothing. She appreciate beauty oh, no, too. She would. No. She would definitely be like, oh yes. <laughs> she might have it on her desk before it's on your desk. <laughs> right. Like, that ass. Like, bro, relax. <laughs> right. She, she she confiscated. Like I'm taking this. Right. right. Hold on. It is. What's wrong with you? I'm like, no, damn. Get out of here. Uh, so, <clears throat> let me put my phone down because this ain't even my section right here. What um, you got? Things aren't looking great for the <laughs> oh, Chicago Bears. Oh, we gonna skip over this. Nobody want to hear this. Oh, boy. All right. So, first off, wide receiver. been a week. Right. How do you say it? Is it Nikhil? Yeah. Nikhil, yeah. Harry. Nikhil uh-huh. Harry. Got a high ankle sprain. We're not sure how long that he's going to be out, but that's that's tough. He was supposed to be our number one wide receiver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fast as shit, too. And on top of that, yeah, right. y'all best player. Oh, shit, Sly got us on the TV. Y'all all hey, from, from what? Hey, your brother. Hey. I see you, boss. We out here. 
vibes. Look good in HD. Big vibes out here, boss. Big vibes out here, boss. Hey, put the little uh the little flashing thing, you know, the LEDs behind it that be going with the cameras and shit like that. Make sure you follow your boy on and off the screen. On and off the screen, bro. Big vibes out here. This man. She got one for me. I'm free. Shut up, Slot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in addition to the fact that uh, Nikhil Harry got a high ankle sprain. My whole thigh on this one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This thigh beat out. Jesus Christ. Who's your daddy's shorts? <laughs> they ain't even need basketball shorts. Uh-huh. The Bears' best player, y'all all pro linebacker, Rakan Smith, he requested a trade out of the organization. Get me out of here. Because he said the contract talks have not been productive. He's entering to his final year of his deal. And uh, he noted that the Bears' new front office regime doesn't value him. He also said the organization has not been negotiating good faith to this point and triggered the trade request. He is 25 bro, Smith is cold. years old. He is, bro. He's young as shit, bro. He is. Like, Y'all losing all your stars this, we are. this all season. Like, whole new regime. And then a whole new everything. Well, it's right. rebuilding, basically. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's the part that sucks, dog, is that... Y'all been rebuilding for a while. For how many years, nigga, have I been watching? <laughs> how many years have I been watching Since rebuild, Super Bowl bro? Run. After that, y'all have not. 06, bro. Rexy. Sexy Rexy. Sexy Rexy. Speaking of which, Devin Hester was disappointed that he didn't make first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't know. All right, he, Devin. He had, I mean, yeah, he had a good No, Devin was cold, not bro. first ballot. He, but I he, can see he was really ballot. disappointed. He's going to be there. You're the greatest of all time at you whatever be. you're doing. Like, you should be first ballot. I feel you on That's, that. He changed no, the game, bro. That. He did he, change the game. Special teams, he was like, he he was it, it the might not be, standard. Right. Special teams might not be equal to offense, defense, but it uh-huh. is like it's a significant part of the game of part of a team like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying he don't belong in the hall i think he do i'm just i just i don't think it's a crime that he wasn't first ballot <laughs> okay if, if you were a hall of fame voter would you have voted for him first ballot probably not with the other options that were on the table i had to pick from so do, do they like limit how many people can you can choose on you the know ballot? they had that pool initially for each year yeah i know i'm saying like is there a limit to like you can only choose like six people or ten people or like I'm pretty I sure. I, I'm know. pretty sure what NFL it is. Cause I think MLBs is whoever makes the the cut. But I think NFL is like a certain number they can have. Okay. And like I'm, I'm asking because I don't. I really don't know the answer. I believe I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. But yeah. So, what realistically, what do you expect y'all to be this year? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I told y'all before. Even before all this happened, they're gonna be worse than the Lions. Um. Okay. Play. This me being real. Um. I see us winning four games. That, that that's act, realistic. That feels. That that, that sounds that feels optimistic. Like being unbiased, like just get, to give my unbiased on it. Like mm-hmm. it, that does sound. About that feels about right. right. Yeah. Four or five high. Maybe six. Yeah, the, losing the, we can, I think we could pull six, but like I did, I think four, four or five. Because yeah, you're, you're losing all your top defenders. You lost your number one wide receiver. Yeah. But we don't know how long he's gonna be out for. He's gonna come back. Or are you talking yeah. about Alan No, Robinson. I'm talking about Robinson. Oh right, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, but then like we got a new coach. Everything like literally everything is different. Did so he like, get rid of Cohen, or is he hurt? Of who? Cohen, Tariq Cohen. No, he's still over. He was no. no he been he, he was been hurt. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was he was hurt. He back I'm now. Say, I thought he was yeah, hurt. he back so, now though. How have they said? Because like really, it comes down to Justin Fields. I mean, uh-huh. and that line. At the end of the day, like how? But I mean, I'm saying like they <laughs> kind of live and die. Like if he's better than expected. Tariq Cohen's a free agent. That's what I said. I thought he was gone. Is he? He's a, I just looked. Yeah, I thought agent. Tariq was gone. That's all. Like y'all getting rid of everybody. But I mean, like, if he didn't get picked up, that means yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because he was hurt the last couple of years. Okay, 
everybody else is kind of like what you yeah. we talking about justin fields yeah like have, have there been any reports out of camp like oh you look good or you struggling like it hasn't really been any really like big talk about oh, okay. anything it's probably because y'all got you ain't got no receivers somebody had the audacity i think i showed you that or said something about that talking about some of the bears receivers room is better than the packers i'm like oh my god bro i'm sick of this shit. i mean no they're both unproven we got more we got more proven, proven than, than they, they do, do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's not, but Sammy it's saying Watkins, something. Lazard, no, Lazard, and Cobb is proved. Like I'll take Cobb, Cobb and Lazard of most of their receivers. Cobb is done. Uh, he looked done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's I still don't get Pasta how they brought him. Cobb back last year and then didn't play on that. I was like, what was the point? That's, that's to his pacify buddy. Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm just, but like. But like the I, thing is, even I when he was on the field, like Rodgers wasn't throwing to him like that either. So like that's because Rodgers only threw to Adam, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Devontae most of the time. But again, like if he want, if if he brought him in, like and he really believes in his talent, like he would be trying to get the ball to him too. So Shoot, like you gonna be doing it this year? He got no choice. <laughs> no, that motherfucker had 160 targets last year. That gotta go Ooh, somewhere. My point no, is like Adam. Oh, I was gonna say, like him not getting God, on damn. the field and him not getting targets means that they also agree with. God, that's a lot. He not getting open like that. He not getting down the field. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, you do that a bad like, <laughs> <laughs> You like I'm throwing a one receiver that he got. That was there. That was the problem yards. because we said like even the games where Devontae missed, you're like, oh wow, like look, he's spreading out. To, like it's so much more open. But mm-hmm. when Devontae's in the game. 12 was looking for 17. Motherfuckers wide open. He out there like, somewhere, God He did it. not. Oh, my God. It was in the playoffs. I was like, throw it to Lazar. Amen. Throw it to NBA. Like, But how I'm going into the season is that I'm being optimistic. Um, I'm not setting the bar high, so I won't be disappointed. Um, but, yeah, I'm going four to five games with a win. Okay. As long as we beat the Packers. Boy, hey, anything can happen. Sorry, one of y'all just mentioned MBS. Apparently, I saw like on Chiefs Twitter, not doing well. they're like, he just keep dropping the ball. They are pissed. That's I'm what like, the fuck he does. <laughs> He'll burn the shit out you, and he might catch it. He might. <laughs> he might catch it. But to your point about like Aaron Rodgers, like throwing the ball, it's like, is he going to catch it? Because like, you know Devontae going to catch it. MBS didn't have that many drops last year, I don't think. He's been He's had drops since he came in the league, and we was hoping that his third year or fourth year would be that Oh, all of our receivers come in with drops. He gonna find hands. His hands was the best hands he had. He gonna find last hands. year was the best hands he's had since he's been with us, and he still had hella drops. I'm, but I don't. I do not feel like it's it was hella drops with MBS last year. I give him twelve. That's that's a lot. So yeah, I can definitely see why you. <laughs> twelve drops is. Uh, I, I'll a lot give him twelve, especially with the I'll, targets I'll, that he has. Like, like he ain't get that many that's targets. That's why it's like that's, that's a, a lot. lot. Of drops got Let me see. I'm gonna pull up the I stats. Can, I can see why you throwing that nigga. Yeah, there were major issues in his first three seasons, but he improved in 2021. He had 15 drops in his first three seasons. No, his first three seasons. Oh, okay. I was like, shit. That's all that article was talking about. And there you have it. But yeah, but he he had a problem with drops early, but he was not that bad last year. So when I was saying, like, throw the ball to NBS, he's open. Like, he was actually bringing them in last year. Um, and sometimes that NBA, happens with young players. According to Jeff, he had seven drops last year. That feels, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's still a lot. I will say seven is still a decent amount of drops. It ain't bro. 15, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, like, that's that was a lot. But, um, yeah, the Bears, uh, they probably going to finish last in Wait, NFC North. did you say seven drops last year, bro? Mm-hmm. He had 26 receptions last year. But how many targets? Cause if he's 55. Yikes. And seven drops? 
That's a lot. That's a lot. He has a career catch rate of under 50%. That's a lot of fucking, that's why I said each year, his, his issue has always been, he's open, but he gonna drop that hoe. Lazard too, but Lazard actually started holding on to shit last year. But here's the thing with that when it comes to young wide receivers as well. Um, some wide receivers come in the game and they just, they just, they just, they, they translate very well. Jamar Chase. Exactly. But I also saw with somebody like Justin a Devontae Jones. Adams, when he got here, he also had a problem with drops. So did Jordy Nell. Like, mm -hmm. they just, they, it just took them a second to kind of translate their game to the next level. So, like, when young players come in with, like, droppies, droppies. I, uh, droppies, I, uh... Yeah, I know in the first couple of seasons, yeah, but by saying. year three? No. I think Devontae didn't break off until, what, this, was it his fourth? Third year. Or was it third? Third or fourth? Okay. Because first round pick, well, he was the second round pick. We only get the first four with them, typically. Like the, the fourth year is the option because the, the first round picks is usually the fourth years with the fifth year option. So like, I mean, we can also just look up. Like, yeah, but I say that to say go back to I'll still take Randall Cobb. Yeah, it was, it was his third year. <laughs> over them damn. I would too. And that was with Jordy too. All of our Same. receivers it took to it like the third, third James yeah. Jones. That's why people are looking at Alan Lazar like, what is this year going to bring mm -hmm. for you? Because if you translate his numbers, like it, it looked good last damn, year, like better than MVS. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he was fast as fuck and tall as hell, but damn, bro, like... Like, you know somebody gotta be bad, like, if Tim is like, he fast, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, duh, like, it was it was so many times that we had that shit. So, they out here geeked over Daryl Mooney. Oh, in Chicago? Mm-hmm, but I'm like, Ugh. We gotta find something to be excited about, bro. So don't, you know, don't be trying to shit on our little excitement. Bro. Sorry, gotta, like... Y'all in different places, like, right. it's a rebuild. So what, yeah, what's and I'm the, cool with that. What there is to be excited about in Chicago is just watching Justin Fields' development. Exactly, like, that's, and that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. And you know, like, sometimes it's just, like, changing the culture, changing everything over. Like, you get a surprise, like, damn, this team came out of nowhere. They got a new mm -hmm. scheme. They got new, all, you know, all this shit. Like, mm -hmm. that happened last year. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like, the, think about, like, fighters, though. the Rams in, like, 99, where, like, they were trash for forever, and then they bring in this new innovative offense, and it's just, like, Light gangbusters. Up. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> ain't see that coming. Turf. Like, it could. It, sometimes it happens Man, like Kurt that. Warner was at a grocery store. Dog, the the, the <laughs> year <it>. before. <laughs> Came in and started flinging them. Hey, yeah, Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce, and Marshall Falk. Mm. Yes. On one team, bro. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we move like, on come real quick. on, bro. Because this was, uh, I had dropped a post in our Facebook group. If you're not part of the Tech File Overtime Facebook group, Technical File Pod Which Overtime Facebook folks? group, join that. You need to. I had dropped a post in there like, let's argue over football takes. Mm. That's right. And, and I stayed clear of that. <laughs> somebody had, a, somebody had a, uh, a comment and said, Brett Favre is overrated. <laughs> which led to people arguing, of course. Okay. And I peeked in at towards the end today because someone was making a comment that was it was not fair. They were saying that Aaron Rodgers has had better teams than Brett Favre and more talent around him. And I was like, that's so. arguable. Yeah, that is arguable. And then he's like, they, they, he's like, they reached for Eddie Lacy for Aaron Rodgers. And I was like... That's a second round pick. First off, thank you. And he was like rated like the third or second best running back in that draft. First, thank you. But, <laughs> but also, I was like, okay, so you're talking about the running backs they had around him. I was like, yeah, he had Eddie Lacy. And I'm like, is that something that we should be proud of here? I liked Eddie Lacy. I, I thought like that him. Eddie Lacy could have been a lot better. He just going to keep the weight off, right? I feel like he could have been a lot better if Mike McCarthy oh. would have actually ran the ball through him because Eddie Lacy was the kind of back you need to keep feeding. Power back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he got stronger as the game went on. I was like, Favre had... <clears throat> Dorsey Levins, Amon Green, Edgar Bennett, and then he ended with like Amon Green. I like the Edgar Bennett. And Amon Green is probably the best running back in Green Bay. Packers so was Ryan history. Grant only Rodgers? Ryan Grant was, uh, I think he might have been on the team with Far, but he didn't really play. But Ryan Grant was like Aaron Rodgers first, and then we had James Starks. 
Then we had Eddie Lacy. Socks had a good year. I remember that one year. I mean, yeah, it was, was a good, good Super Bowl year. Yeah, he, he was real good. That was the only good James Starr year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really like a month, like the last month, month of the season. season. Yeah, uh-huh. it just popped. And then it was kind of like, okay, like think about wide receiving cores. And I'm like, okay, well, far, like, they both had overlap with Jennings and Driver. Mm-hmm. You can argue that Rodgers had more of good Jennings Javon than Far did. Javon but he had Antonio Freeman. He had Robert Brooks. He had he Sterling had Sharp. Antonio he had Mark Freeman Chimura. was that dude. Mark Chamorro, bro. I was like, I know he, he he a creep, but like. He was cold, though. I wasn't a big fan. Bubba Frank, I used to like Bubba, Bubba Franks. Franks. I used to like Bubba Franks too. Oh, Favre loved him. Bubba, Bubba Franks and Favre Bubba was like Franks. Vincent Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Favre loved him some Bubba Franks, dog. But that was something interesting and to think about. I was like, like think about the defense that like, he had Reggie, Reggie White, White. <laughs> I'm like, for like five seasons. Butler was still playing. Leroy with five too, wasn't Leroy there. Who? Who? Leroy. Oh, Butler. Leroy yeah. would. Yeah. yeah. And then we had, uh, like you said, you had Levins, but then Your we also fan? had Al Nick Harris. Barnett. Was Nick Barnett was there. Leroy. Hey, if someone find Nick Barnett, tell him I said Here hi. Here she go. Here she go with the, <laughs> with go. the bullshit. <laughs> tell him I said tell hi. Tell him I said hi. That's she did a little wiggle dance. Somebody clip this and send it to the man. Remember, excuse me. I'm just saying hi. That's all. Robert Brooks. Robert Brooks. Robert Brooks, yeah. So I was like, Javon Walker. Yeah, Javon Walker. That was my dude. Dog. Javon Florida State. Snaked, uh, Javon Walker. How? Florida State. Because he was holding out and he's like, oh, he don't need to do it. Like, he oh, basically yeah, took yeah, away yeah. all his leverage. That is right. And, like, you're not supposed to comment at other players' contract yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about his money like that. But Far was mad, though. Hey, man. It was interesting, though. Bingo. From 94 to 9. Jeff said from 94 to 98, the Packers had the best defense in NFL. Gilbert Brown. Oh, boy, the great Gil- nigga. Gilbert Brown. Oh, shit. Brown. In the middle. No, oh, nothing. Was that Santana Dawson there, too? Santana Dawson was yeah. still here. Like, boy. bro. And we still had Des- He had Desmond Howard for special teams. Yeah. And what? We won a Super Bowl with him. Yeah. This reminded me of a tweet. It was like, men can just sit around for hours just naming random uh, old athletes. Like, not calling you a man, but I'm just I, saying, I like, that. And we could be like having a time of our lives. Like, dog, you remember? Yeah, yeah. I ain't even a Packer fan. I'm excited. Them was some them was some battles back in that day. Was good. Like Favre right. had some good teams. No, he yeah. absolutely did. He had some shitty ones. With the four and twelve year was Favre. And, and what Aaron was that Aaron? Four and twelve. We no, had four and twelve, eight and eight. That's that was uh, how they got AJ Hawk. So that was Favre. The eight and eight was when um Ray what's Rose. the name Ray Rice right. Ray Rose. Ray, Ray Rose, Rose, my bad. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am sorry. That dude fall, fell off the face of the earth. Like, he ain't heard shit from Ray Rice. I mean, that's smart. Like, yeah. Ooh. Stay low. Sorry. Yeah. And duck. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Moving right on along. <laughs> Okay, don't you <laughs> don't drop the ball, make the call. George Koontz. Yeah. George Koontz. George Koontz. So, so <laughs> ain't George, fail, it's yeah. not, but George Koontz. I actually know George Koontz. Oh really? Not, oh yeah. He was like the uh ADA UW. Mar- yeah, and then he was at Marquette for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know him well. Like we're Facebook friends, but like <laughs> we used to talk to each oh, other. You got the ad? Huh? You got the ad on Facebook? Everybody don't add everybody. That is that is that is true. He probably <laughs> some people do add everybody though. Some people are less. I'm to this day I'm friends with Wes Matthews on uh on Facebook. See, ain't even know it. <laughs> I didn't realize that either until I was just like, now look. Friends list. I'm like, the fuck? He's an all what? Like George, he literally posted today like him taking an interception back against the Vikings. I was like, oh but shoot. But then you also have Al Harris and Mike McKenzie at corner. I forgot about Al. Harris. Mike McKenzie was my guy. Mike McKenzie too. But still, I mean, I like Mike, Mike was nice. Like in Ray Rice terms, like 
we could talk about like they off the field, but Darren Sharper. Yeah. But he was a good football player. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was to the fun. point of the conversation, like far has some talent. Yeah, yes, fam. George Coons got almost five thousand friends, fam. I ain't special. God. <laughs> Coons had everybody. Right. But anyway. <laughs> he also ruined the uh, UWM athletic department. So. Ooh. SummerSlam. In two years, I don't know how the fuck he did it. <laughs> With SummerSlam. You can't put that on a black man. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I was still in school there at that time. Eric was sitting there watching. I'm like, like bro, I'm trying to go back to the tournament. What the fuck is y'all doing? <laughs> uh, With SummerSlam in the rearview mirror and Triple H in charge of creative, mm-hmm. the company is building towards its next pay-per-view at the beginning of September. And Tim had, you know, he's been keeping up with WWE. I know. That's say Tim or Ken just now. You said me. Okay. <laughs> I had because sometimes y'all name y'all names is a little close to me sometimes. Um, Ken's also been watching, yeah. <laughs> but there are a few things that that's me. Tim- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There were a few things though that Tim wanted to highlight that he has noticed being new with Triple H at the helm, including the return to Dakota Kai, Karen Cross, Edge, Dexter Loomis. The way they had Dexter Loomis come back on Raw was kind of perfect. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was. It's for his character. Because I seen him, I was like, ain't that? I couldn't think of what his Those name was. The car crashed and shit. Everybody, no. ain't nobody saying shit about this car. It's all fucked up. Bro. <laughs> then it's getting towed in the background. Motherfuckers just walking around. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody gonna say shit about this car? <laughs> nope. That was that was the good part. But like, no one really mentioned everything. But he nope. saw him. I was like, that was dope. That, yeah. I see what you're doing now. Just said Nick Collins anyone? Well, we all know oh, Nick was. Yeah, Nick was. But Nick had to play with Rogers. I was gonna say that was Rogers. Yeah, we talking about five teammates. But so, <laughs> <laughs> so the Walmart. Oh, shit. Did you know that was you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We gotta be like on. Sorry, y'all. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. <laughs> Oops. So. You said you continue on, please. My bad. All right. So WWE, for those who have been keeping up. Ever since Vince left and Vince Triple H has kind of became in charge, last week we kind of mentioned it because, hey, SummerSlam's coming up. Things are already set in stone for the week, for the month. They've been building it up for weeks. It's one of their big pay-per-views. He really can't do too much. Right? Cool. Uh-huh. Whatever. But we can kind of see him slowly building on SmackDown and Raw. Mm-hmm. Last text. Then all of a sudden you get the new SmackDown and Raw. Oh, okay. And you like, you see the difference that he's doing. One, Triple H... Vince McMahon let go of the black and gold brand. So NXT 1.0, black and gold, is what I... Uh, he pretty much fired everybody from that after the Wednesday Night War, right? Mm-hmm. Also pretty much disbanded a lot of shit that Triple H had going at that time. And then not too long after that, there was health issues with Triple H. This, that, and that. He, Vince was probably stressing him the fuck out. So what he's doing now is a lot of the talent that was fired before, or let go because of budget. I won't say a lot of them, but there are names, and I think we mentioned it before, that... They may be willing to come back now that the Wicked Witch is dead. To your point about budget cuts, like it's interesting that you know WWE had to go through all this, you know, belt tightening mm-hmm. while Vince is shilling out That's five, what we were ten, fifteen million dollars. Well, like the budget cuts is him paying off, so he had to let go of people. Which is wild. Well, wild as shit. So, Ken, you've been kind of keeping up, uh-huh. right? What would you think? I well, I would say the storytelling, but mm-hmm. there are certain wrestlers that are Vince had his guys Triple H has his mm-hmm. a lot of his guys were in NXT though yeah one of his guys is Kevin Owens mm-hmm. they kind of brought him back out as the prize fighter Kevin Owens 
like we used to know last mm-hmm. night. Repack, well, not repackaged, but just hey, go out there, be mad aggressive, be mad. Just, Whoop ass. Just I thought he was mad last night just because he had to fight Elias' brother again. That's the end of that story. Well, I mean, they wrote so, that nigga off and everything. So I mean, sick I know. Of that shit. Like, that's why I thought. But I'm, saying, I, like, I'm saying I thought he came out mad because he was tired of seeing this dude in the ring. Mm-hmm. Correct. But Kevin Owens, remember the very first time he won the title was Triple H screwing Roman Reigns to give KO the belt. Mm-hmm. KO has always been a Triple H guy. When he came, when he was down to NXT, he was the NXT champ. He came up to fight who? Seth Rollins. John Cena. No, I mean, so was Seth Rollins Seth too. Rollins. Oh, screw Seth Rollins. But when KO was the champ of NXT, he was down there. He came up to fight John Cena. John Cena had the U.S. Championship. Mm-hmm. He's always been a big Triple H, uh, Triple H guy. You also have guys like Ricochet, mm-hmm. or you have the women like the Dakota Kai's, the Eos guys, or the maybe Tegan Knox might come back. Who knows? But there was a lot of people down at NXT who he felt, and I feel like Keith Lee would have came back if he wasn't yeah, if he wasn't over there yeah. in AEW. AEW. Hell, even Miro or uh, Rusev wouldn't mind coming back, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Did he say that? No, it was a, a AEW tweet. ain't really doing that. He he's not doing that. Nothing nothing yeah, like AEW ain't doing nothing. He's getting treated better in the WWE than AEW, and he liked the tweet. Man, yeah. they're gonna be going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And like that's kind of like for me, it's like stuff is new and exciting now because like he's bringing it's new, back people exactly. and it's like his debuts. Like it's all like it's not a crutch for storyline storytelling, but it does like like if there's the, the Oversaturation? Not no. It's like if, if you're coming in expecting like surprises every week, like oh mm-hmm. man, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna debut? Like eventually, it's gonna eventually die that out. shit runs out. Like that's Correct. basically what AEW got to. Like where it's like a lull and like bringing in new people, and then you gotta rely on like actually mm-hmm. telling stories with the people that you have. Like mm-hmm. you can't just like have that crutch there of like oh, I'm gonna just bring back beloved NXT people. Right. And and then, AEW like, injuries like hit them heavy too. Boy, like yeah. all of their top stars got hurt like at the same time boy but at the same time like even though he is bringing some people back mm-hmm. you can kind of tell some of the storylines that were dead let's just kind of reshake these or repackage these folks like uh cross carrying cross coming back was mm-hmm. very interesting yeah he brought him back with scarlet and his old music and everything but that's mm-hmm. again that's an nxt guy yeah, he that he pushed just, and he was cool. just at an indie um event he, uh, he still has some showings he yeah. still have some now currently yeah. lined up sam was looking at it but mm-hmm. i said that to say he also Taking some of the people who've already been there and mm-hmm. kind of just redoing their stories. Chompa. You put them a fresh coat of paint. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like uh, the old group that Edge was with for a while. They were, they really ain't been shit since they kind of debuted. Then they kicked the Edge out. All the, but then now they're actually in legitimate feud with the Mysterios, sure. But <laughs> Edge is back now. Mm-hmm. And so now they go ahead and finish that up or tighten that up or actually have a story behind it. Dexter Loomis coming, it was a whole story. AJ Styles mm-hmm. and Ciampa was great match. Uh, telling Bobby Lashley and Ciampa was a great match. That really was a really good match. That was a really good match. I was like, yo, they wrestling, wrestling. But yo. that's the thing. He letting them wrestle. Yeah. Too. Vince Give wanted to just entertain. Yeah. Like, no, bro, let them go out there. Give them some, a 12-minute match with Ricochet and, and, and Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. But it was a good fucking match. Yeah. I didn't think it was about to be when they walked out. Yeah, I, I was excited. I was like, Ricochet, I was like, oh, like, give him a push. I was like, you like Ricochet. <laughs> I was like, you give him a push. Ricochet, he do all that, he all that flip, flip-flopping and shit. Hey. I would, but I would, I would, Similar to Eric, I would want to, I don't want to like say like rain on your parade, but like I would caution some of the optimism because mm-hmm. I think some of it is just the fact that it's new and you know someone else is different behind it. Like, uh-huh. for example, you saying like, oh, they pushed a ricochet because you saw him on Raw, but like we might not see him for another two weeks. We don't know how the flow is going to be uh-huh. exactly yet. What how, What do you think is going to happen with the titles? We, we have to split them up. I think that what they may end up doing, it's kind of a word on the street kind of thing too, but I think they brought Karrion Cross back. 
word on the street is that USA wants the belt back on their show. I'm sure they do. They feel like but do Cross get it right away? What they may do is that insert Cross into the main title picture at Clash at the Castle and only have Drew? them go for one belt. With Clash Drew McIntyre? Right, because as of right now, it's built for Drew McIntyre to go for the WWE Undisputed. Mm-hmm. And but that makes Karrion sense. if Cross gets in, they can make it a stipulation where, like, okay, two out of three falls. They did or, that with, with Kurt Angle. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, uh, you win one belt with that one, win one belt with that one. Oh, and okay. Kurt okay, lost okay. both of them. Okay. Without getting pinned once. <laughs> Jericho is, pinned. Uh, Kurt was pissed. Benoit. Benoit, Benoit pinned Jericho. And it was a good ass match, too. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was, yes. So they could possibly do that because USA okay. really wants that main. But they're like, bro, we ain't got no chant, bro. This motherfucker ain't never here. And when he do show up, he only on SmackDown. Uh, Jeff is giving all the wrestling news. Dudes, go ahead and highlight, highlight some of Jeff's comments about uh, just, yeah, give him some time to read it. But you can keep going. Uh, So. Them inserting them him into the main title picture one gives new blood into the main title scene. Mm-hmm. Two, it kind of helps give him a legitimate a. This motherfucker may be a problem because yeah, he was shitty the first time, but that's because Vince didn't give a fuck about none of the NXT people really. Mm-hmm. He changed their names, took their music from, made them change their attire, and then like, okay, now figure it out. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my point last week. Is that it feels like, like the only thing I can say that feels different is that. Triple H tends to kind of steer into what people do good. Vince kind of wanted to break people down to like them get them to, you know, like to push them to like their limits. So then it's like, oh, I want to see what you really got, like what you mm-hmm. really have, mm-hmm. and I can kind of mold you into whatever I need. Yeah. I need to. And I, I understand, like not cut you. I understand what, like what y'all saying, but like been, like me and Tim, like I know a lot of people that been watching has been consistently watching mm-hmm. it, even when it was like trash, when it was trash. So now within the past few weeks, it's like, okay, like it's, it's like it's different. tremendous, like, <laughs> not saying better. like, not saying like, that's the reason for our excitement. Like not saying like we jumping out the window type stuff, but I was like, we consistently been watching trash like weekend and week out. And then now for the past few weeks, it's like, damn, like this is like a totally different pro- pro- product. And not even outside of, outside of the surprises, like just the little things yeah. in between. Like, yep. like I said, the storytelling, like the, the little, Dexter Loomis thing was perfect. It was, mm-hmm. that was, like, yeah, that was perfect. perfect. But like also like in, cause I only saw like the clip that they put on like WWE social, but like they had it where it's like, I don't know, it was like Asuka and what's her face. And then like she had a confrontation with Bailey and her group. And then that mm-hmm. transition and like to AJ a Styles re- walking through the, like, yeah. you know, like they felt like it, it seemed Everything like more flowed. like an mm-hmm. actual like environment, an ecosystem where it's like, Oh yeah, you might see like the Usos like standing in the corner, and you'll see like chopping it up, you know, Champa <laughs> over here, and you'll see like you know Roman Reigns. Over, like it's just like it's like these people are actually all in the same place. Interacting. They interact. Like mm-hmm. it may be like something where it's like two people cross, like don't have no storylines together or anything. They just cross paths, and it's just like they have a little interaction. Like oh, that's some shit I want to see in the future. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it, it plants seeds, even if that's you're not word. meaning to. But mm-hmm. like it plants seeds, so then it's like oh, we can kind of flush that out mm-hmm. more. Like where it's like under Vince these last couple because like that's how it felt in the Attitude Era like you would just True. see like random people backstage yeah. like interacting with, mm-hmm. with each other randomly mugging each right. other be like huh like, like, so much, oh, who's that like, so much <laughs> in the years like the most recent years it's just like it's so sterile it's like unless you're like in a feud with somebody you've never seen on screen with them mm-hmm. it's just, it, it just it it didn't feel organic. It didn't feel like an actual like live working machine or Jeff, Jeff got all the Jeff got all yeah, the, he got all he the wrestling. He's, he's I know, wrestling. That's guy. why it's perfect that he's here right now. Hunter wants to put on wrestling and work towards people's strengths. Plus, he puts Heyman in as second in charge of creative. And now Heyman, Heyman doesn't have to work with Vince being like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and Heyman's always been like considered he, a creative yeah. genius. Heyman's that dude. Like they said he's that he found Austin good. before Austin became Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Brock. 
they like he hitched his wagon to Brock, but he knew about Brock before Brock became Brock. Like, no, that's it. He's he's it. Yeah, <laughs> like they yeah. said, he always had an eye. Which is I mean, like, look at all the people that came through ECW. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, Sandman, that was my dude. Bro. You would like Man, Sandman. Sandman was, Man, Sam was just talking about Sabu. Sabu, like some people just want to die for their crap. <laughs> Mike Awesome, that was my dude too. Or Tommy Dreamer always spitting the whole damn match. Yeah, that was yeah. always a little too much. HW was a little too much for me. Like Sandman come out like ah, ah, ah fucking himself up. up. Exactly. <laughs> fucking himself when up. Look him like, bro, I know your crazy ass didn't want him to do that shit. Uh, that's a little. I like ECW's a little too much for me. Yeah, ECW wasn't my bag. I couldn't do that one. The Dudley's like, is I over like, there. Uh, RVD when he was in ECW. RVD like, that was the one I grabbed his head to. RVD was dope. I saw that it was like a barbed wire match with uh, Mick Foley. I forget which character he was at the time. Cactus Probably Jack. Cactus Jack. Yeah, and uh, Terry Funk. And I was. Oh, just oh I remember that match. Their matches, like, dude, used to be ridiculous. So it was like, why are y'all doing this? Like to somebody, please bro? stop them. <laughs> Please. They better eat hella steak, bro. All the iron they they losing from that blood, God <laughs> damn, they be they be leaking, God. I'm steak. like shit. <laughs> did he did he really hit him in the head? Like fuck. The references you be pulling. <laughs> 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 hella steak. <laughs> like at the start of that shit, I'm like, where's he uh, going? With this? I knew exactly. <laughs> As someone with low iron, I was like, yeah, you need some, you need, yeah, you gotta, you gotta eat you some red meats. <laughs> hey, oh hey, you got, <laughs> got the thick glizzies. We got y'all. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a group of 11 LIV golfers, including Phil Mickison, uh, filed an antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour. They were challenging the suspensions imposed by the PGA Tour back in June. And uh, they're also trying to, you know, get a restraining order that can allow them to play in this week's FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah. I get what Phil they're trying going. to do. They, that whole they, thing they, is... No, they want their cake and they want to eat it. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, this, you can't tell going. me where the fuck to play and get my money. I'm, I'm going to still come back over and play in your tournament, too. Oh, what? what you talking about? It was Cactus Jack. Also, That's how you like they just uh, LRV just signed um, the British Open winner. I think Cam Smith, Cam, Cam something. Mm. Did y'all see that they were trying to uh, get Charles Barkley? Mm. Yeah, he was gonna go. That bag ridiculous. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was like, "Yo, if y'all for real, for real, that bag is ridiculous." I'm going. But- what was close about Tiger? We was real oh, yeah. close about Tiger. Oh, yeah. They said he a- turned out seven hundred to eight hundred yeah. million dollars, bro. Almost a billion to go play golf. That's nuts. eighteen holes, bro, for almost a billion. <laughs> hey, what? When I fly out? Tell me, goddamn! I'm swinging the shit. Almost out this club. a billion, bro. I, when I, I said, we were close because we said if they offer Phil almost five hundred, they had to offer yeah. Tiger almost a billion. You know they had. To. <laughs> this man know the dates and the uh, matches and everything, talking. man. Listen, I mean it's a, it's a legendary match. Classic. I couldn't tell you the date, but now yeah, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was gonna go, but he said y'all need to get to me by like Thursday or this whatever week. He set a mm. deadline because uh-huh. I can't keep. TNT waiting mm. on my answer because they done me too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't gonna do them like that. They and really have. Liv didn't step up, so he was like, "All, All right, right I'm going back to inside." I wonder if they gave him a raise at TNT. Probably. I'm sure they yeah. did. For people, some people don't like. Like I think Inside the NBA is a genius piece of TV. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not. What you, it's not something that you go to to try to like get the game broken down. Yeah. No. Like you have to accept it for what it is, and it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it if the Bucks lose. That's, what, that's, that's what I've learned. That's fair. It's like, because like I'm not coming for you to like speak about things that you don't, don't know what you're about. talking about. Because right. you only watch them once a year. After I'm upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But if I'm in a good mood, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I want to see, <laughs> see him crack jokes about like, you know, like what happened in the game. Or if it's a team I don't care about, it's like, yeah, this is this is fun. But like, 
I've learned I can't watch them when it's your team. When it's my team, on. and then they getting joked. No, I feel like, you about that. Cause man. I had tired of that shit. Oh, they was they was after. They was after the <laughs> Lakers. Like, like, heels all season. I used to, as soon as the game comes, as soon as the game over, I switch channel. Fuck this. No, when they the, when they did the after the uh, Timberwolves won that playing game and they were celebrating and they came and you go back to the studio no, and they, they were just <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> they was killing them, dude. No, that's still one of the fu- like that was like the Pat Bev hilarious <laughs> for that. Dog. Cat was kissing his girlfriend on the sideline, oh crying, waving the flag, oh. shit. Real tears, bro. I saw a clip from like 20, <laughs> probably like 2015 or something like that. It was Bucks and Lakers, and they had like an NBA app or NBA TV game. Like basically, like they were selling that game for seven dollars. They like they were just cracking jokes for them, like over the highlights, everything. And like, and it's an NBA product, so like obviously like they they're supposed, they're supposed to be to. like selling it and making you want to buy it. They're like, don't waste your money on that America. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you can spend that seven dollars on a cheeseburger. I'm glad like, we out of that shit. For man, me. it was. Whew. Some of us are. Thank God. Oh, damn. Mm. Would you pay to see a OKC Laker game on NBA TV for seven dollars? Of course. Any game on like in any Laker yeah, game. Yeah, I pay. Game. I, I, I pay for League Pass. I pay for League Pass. Just so I can watch Laker games. You getting two K this year? Yeah, just when y'all told me that, I was like, I'll pay that you anyway. Play? He just play you gonna play? He ain't gonna play it. Right. You gonna play? He not gonna play it. I'm gonna play. Five goddamn years later, bro. Five. Since we started this podcast. Five. You have not played with us once since we started this. Not once. It's been that long. Not one. Not one time. How the hell did we run? Been trying to get you for a while. Before the podcast, we played with him once before the podcast. I I should be offended though. They they never asked me. Because you don't Uh, play with my player. We have had this discussion. Yes, yes, we have. And you said you don't play. You said you only do one mode. You find me at. I'm nice though. Yeah, okay. Nice, yeah, all right. I think we played one to uh, that's don't, what don't I think had. I had Magic Johnson. We ain't seen you, bro. Was it Deuce? Like, I feel like y'all Deuce came play, in. Okay. Deuce played with us more than Ken. Deuce was our Kobe for a while. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was some games because Deuce was like, hey, Kobe. We are like, Deuce, how the shit that? Deuce came down. Give me Fading the ball. Fading away. Three niggas on him. He fading away at the three-point line. We was like, God damn. Then now you hear Deuce go, my bad, this ain't my career. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this ain't my career. <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, it's all right, bro. We know. Hey, my, <laughs> sl- my, sl- my sliders ain't up. My bad. I thought my sliders It'd be early Saturday morning Or late Saturday night I'm like god Dang bro Okay And we good But then there was games Dude should put up like 28 to 30 That shit was funny though But yeah Hilarious (laughs) Just to end the show, we got a couple of things to hit rapid fire. We ain't going to give Deshaun Watson too much time. But I just, Not at all. Just want to let the people know that his six-game suspension that was proposed by an independent judge, uh, <laughs> well, the NFL appealed that. Which is stupid. No, it's not. I think it's stupid. Why is it stupid? Because the NFL appointed, the NFL and the NFLPA agreed to appoint a judge so that Roger Goodell would not have this power. Mm-hmm. Because everybody felt Roger Goodell was overstepping his boundaries and had too much power in disciplinary actions. Mm-hmm. So if you're appealing it, you give the option of either going back to Goodell or going back to the judge, but y'all picked the judge in the first place. But here, but the thing is that even with this new system, at the end of the day, Goodell still had the final. Like that part never changed. But that's why it's stupid. Because why go through a whole process of appointing a old federal judge to do all of this, to turn around and be like, you know what, I still don't like your decision, I'm gonna just make mine on my own. That was The whole point of that was for you to remove yourself from it. Well, he ain't gonna be the person, uh, he, he, does, po- he, he designated he appointed somebody else. Because at the end of the day, he still, he still wanted to have his control, but mm. he wanted to find a way to try to make it seem more, uh, what's the right word here, more like, uh, 
collaborative. Yeah. Although it's not. It's, it's just a farce. It's all a farce. <laughs> like, he wanted, like, the credibility of saying, like, yeah. it wasn't my it wasn't decision. My like, clearly, we went to an impartial yeah. thing, and they said this is what it should be, so this is what it should be. But, like, it wasn't the outcome that he, he wanted. wanted. So it's like, oh, uh, well, fuck We it. had like, no I'm choice but to appeal. And no, the, no, and the part did. of the problem is that that judge ruled the six games based on NFL precedent because the mm-hmm. NFL was always messing up these decisions in the first place. Yeah. Being biased. So it, it's all just a mess. Case by case basis. They wasn't, they wasn't consistent enough. Oh, and by the way, the Houston Texans reached settlement in July with 30 women who made or intended to make claims accusing Watson of sexual assault and sexual misconduct. 30. And to Jeff's point, <laughs> you get a year suspension for weed, but abuse 20 women and you get six games. Like, none, nothing about the NFL's penalty yeah. stuff makes sense. Calvin, was it, is it Calvin, Calvin Ridley? Ridley? Yeah. He out for the whole season because he gambled on, on himself. Yeah. On his team to on win. Team. To win? Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't even there. And I, get, I, I agree. Like there are and I, levels. And I get to it, it because that's that's like in the right. In the like board, it's in the rule. Like that's that's basically what it comes down to. Is like there isn't like a clear cut policy anything. for domestic violence. Like if there was like you get accused of domestic violence, you get an automatic six game suspension. You get more than one accusation, you get mm-hmm. eight games. If it's over twenty, you get a whole year. Like if if that was codified, like it would be open and shut. Like mm-hmm. this is what it is. But mm-hmm. because it's like there's no there's nothing in the rule books that says like and they're making it up as they go case by case basis. <laughs> they making it up as they go along. And because a couple years ago it wasn't that big of a deal, so six games was like oh that's fine. And like now you have that as a precedent, so like now they're gonna come back. Well, this is what happened when this person got accused of domestic violence without any yeah. physical proof. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said uh, the judge had said that Deshaun Watson was was passively uh, sexually assaulting women or something like that. Yeah. Some, some language. It was a woman, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And she agreed. Like, no, he was wrong. F- the fam, the fact that the, in her the, the docket afterwards, talking about some. That he should not be allowed to get massages from anybody outside a team. I was like, so you know, like everything. <laughs> and she said it like throughout the whole thing. She was like, we, evidence was solved with this. Yes. Does it look like he actually did this shit? Yes. Did they have witnesses to kind of codify that with enough evidence? Yes, but the NFL, the NFL <laughs> has gave this amount of games or this amount of games, and they weren't consistent. Exactly. And they never had any exactly. precedent. So based off of what y'all did, this, this is, this is, what, is I what I got. Yeah. And Roger Goodell said, "Let me reset." This. No, 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 we can't do that. Like, bro, he's trying, fix he's, your fucking rules. Then. He's, try, he's trying to reset it. That's why he's appealing. Like, mm. he's like six games. That's not gonna. That's not gonna fly. It needs to be. He wants at least a year. And that's why I say like it's, that's why I push back. You saying it's stupid? Like it's it's like, not stupid. It's just inconsistent. Yeah, I, that's yeah, I, yeah. A little bit hypocritical. And I would say but it's not. It's, I would say but it's, it's not far. dumb. Like he I knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. he's, so it's not you know it's not just he's like flailing Ooh. around like oh I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know about that, Jeff. If Watson was Brady, would we even be hearing about this? That would be a bigger thing. I mean, Brady's former team owner. Sure was caught down uh, getting a happy ending. Getting a rugging tug. Rubbing tug. <laughs> Bob Kraft. <laughs> uh, speaking Make of other... Macaroni and cheese noises. Oh, speaking oh, of Jesus other owners Christ. and whatnot, the Miami Dolphins were stripped of its 2023 first round pick and 2024 third round pick, among other disciplinary measures for violations of league policies relating to the integrity of the game. Cheating. Yes. So, <laughs> after a six-month investigation... Were you talking the, about this last week? No. no. The league found that the Dolphins, uh, primary team over Stephen Ross, because last week we just talked about what we wanted to do. This wasn't on the... No one brought this up. Tim mentioned okay. the fact that they didn't find anything about them cheating, right. but we didn't talk about their actual penalty. Okay. Uh, found that the... Uh, yeah, the team owner and their vice chairman, they violated anti-tampering policies on three occasions, trying to get Tom Brady 
to Miami as well as trying to get former Saints coach Sean Payton down there. So, yeah, Ross got fined. Ross is the team owner, $1.5 million, and he's suspended through October 17th. Meanwhile, uh, Bill, who is the uh, vice chairman, limited partner, he was fined half a million dollars, and he is not permitted to attend any league meetings for the rest of the year mm. or rest of the season. Mm. Uh, so I guess the NFL at least takes tampering seriously. That they take serious. Depends. <laughs> uh, I mean, compared to the Patriots. Compared to the NBA. I mean, like, they did come down hard on the Patriots for uh, the flight gate. Yeah, they did. What was that, a second gate. round pick? I feel like it was more than that. I don't remember the details. I mean, NBA teams get lose second round second picks. round picks, which are much less valuable than the NFL second round. And picks. don't get me started on that. I already said my piece. <laughs> I, I, I guess when we had this conversation because I thought I said like the NFL proved basically all the things that make the Dolphins look big look bad but then anything that would have made the league look bad like having them tank games like would have I think it's because he mentioned the t- he was talking about the tanking part of it okay. but we didn't talk about the actual the numbers actual, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Barry left ESPN and he's now with NBC Sports hmm. that's huge that's huge and if you don't know who Matthew <clears throat> Barry is it just goes to tell me that you don't play fantasy football so <laughs> One thing about Matthew Barry leaving ESPN, though, and going to NBC Sports is that now all his content is not locked behind the paywall of ESPN+. Plus. You can read Love, Hate for free. You can read all of his work for free, which is a big positive for the fantasy football community. Indeed. Like, I used to listen to that, like, when I played fantasy football, like, I would listen to his podcast, like, religiously, every day. Like, same, same. Um, but then I realized, I'm like, everybody else getting the same fucking information. So, like, it really just comes out of, like, who does it? the quickest like who does it the quickest and then thinking about because they always had different voices and they didn't always agree so it was kind of like do you agree with matthew barry do you agree with phil yates do you agree with secret squirrel like who are you who do you whose point makes the most sense to you and what you're doing like and like i'll get free game because i don't play anymore but like i always paid attention to like the injuries like that was always the thing oh, yeah. for me it's like it's just like being up on like who's likely to take over like the the carries this mm-hmm. week or like mm-hmm. who's likely to get more touches or more targets because like this wide receiver's right. out or this mm-hmm. cornerback is out so like they're gonna attack this side like that was the type of shit that I paid attention to so yeah. like, it was always like for the waiver wires it's like okay like who do I need to pick up this week <laughs> essentially yeah and Stefania Bell was uh indispensable she, yeah she she come through with that injury news like oh this is who helped me understand why I need to stay away from soft tissue injuries like once she broke it down mm-hmm. to me I was like yeah staying away mm-hmm. Okay, so I was, I was trying to look up what, the, what happened with the flake gate. Brady had got a four-game suspension. They fined the team $1.1 million, stripped the team of the 2021 third-round draft pick, and banned the video crew from taping games the following season. Wait, that was Spygate or Deflategate? Deflategate. <laughs> and Spygate. Oh, it said timeline of Spygate, Deflategate, and Major... What's the name? But it was Deflategate that I was reading. Majority of this, though. Jesus. Spygate's punishment was uh, fining Belichick half a million, which was the maximum the NFL could, and the team $250,000. And they had to forfeit a first-round draft pick in the 2008 draft. Okay. So between those two, two draft picks, $1.6 million, four games <laughs> so, for Brady and a suspension for Belichick? They got, yeah, yeah they, 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 they did. Also, they did not, they did <laughs> not play hefty. with them. Last piece of news that we have here. Yes, they did get sold, Jeff. Well, they got they came to an agreement today. I think we're like it's four, official. Six billion. It's official. They had already had it all in. And he's officially like the by richest. far the richest owner in the NFL. I mean, he owns freaking Walmart. Uh, Walmart. So, last piece here. Madden created a ratings adjuster hotline that fans can call <laughs> and make a case for their favorite players to have a ratings boost in Madden NFL 23. 
company expressed that if a fan or even NFL player <clears throat> gives in a convincing enough argument with the proven facts to back it up, it's possible that the rating could even be adjusted while the person is on the phone. Adjust it back as soon as you hang up. Right. Within the first <laughs> six hours of that hotline being open, more than 1,000 people called. Oh, that got to be a shitty job. I would Boy. hate that job. You got a whole call center set up. 1,000 people in an hour? That's wild. That is why. And it's just people bitching about fucking <laughs> about Madden ratings. Stat. His speed should be a 98, bro. <laughs> I raced him in real life. I seen it. <laughs> but like, bro, his speed is a 96. Come on. Like, like chill out, man. But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I think Tim dropped that mm. in there. I was like, a ratings adjustment line. That That's... is actually kind of cool idea to think if you think about it. Like, if I was if they did that when I was like in high school, I probably would have called a few times. I would have too. I would have I would have been on the phone because I was really into Madden back then, and I would have been upset about certain things. So, but, hey, bro, he ain't this slow, bro. How you got him at an 85, dog? He led the league in rushing. How you got his pass accuracy <laughs> at this, but so-and-so's is this? And last year he actually threw for this money. I would have I would have came with. You like see the a, numbers, bro? Man, let me tell you. But they gonna start blocking cool. people like this. Joe should be a 99. He called too much. <laughs> <laughs> start screening calls. Before we close up shop and get out of here tonight, is there anything else that y'all want to talk about? Get off your chest. Say which chest? Uh, shit. I think that might be it. You I think, think that, that might, might be, be it. it? All right. I'm guessing their silence is no. So, as a reminder again, thank you. Well, first, let me say thank you for listening. We appreciate, appreciate y'all you. tuning in. Shout out to everybody who was in the YouTube comments. Jeff, Sly, everybody who we saw. We appreciate y'all for show, for show. Shout for show, for show. I was listening to that song earlier, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as a reminder, make sure you check out our overtime show on Thursday, live on the TGN Radio Network or our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube if you in here still. Make sure you hit that like button. You know, like the like the video, share uh-huh, with a friend, uh-huh. and all that good stuff. If you're listening on the audio version, we appreciate y'all. Share the show with a friend. Thank Give you. us five stars on whatever platform you're listening to if that's available. And mm-hmm. uh, as always, man, y'all y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves. Absolutely. And uh, as Tabitha Brown says, if you can't have a good day, don't you go ruining nobody else's. Dang. All right. If you want to follow me personally on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, PSN, and Apple mm. Music. I'll just be scrolling. At Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. <clears throat> because? Y'all. She said we ain't doing it no right. more. Right. I keep forgetting that your mama ain't fancy no more. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't got to say it like that. Exactly. <laughs> Good thing she don't listen. I know. She put a call up. Well, so I ain't fancy? What's that even mean? At your 2021 NBA Finals champion Milwaukee Bucks burner on Twitter. That's all you get. Yep. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, K Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z. Lower the volume on me, please. AKA Ask Catch him, AKA Mr. Give It to Him. I'll give you the quiet storm, but this is my quiet storm voice. It ain't fast. Hey, hey, I told you, quiet it down, speed it up. That's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that shit done. Like you, you can do it real soft, real quiet, real quiet. You know, you ain't got to be all loud and all raspy and stuff like that. Just go ahead and make sure you hurry up and get that shit out. We need to get a wrap it up box for this shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's also why people don't talk fast on the radio because you slurred your speech a whole lot. And it's also hard. Did to you hear? I slurred a little bit. A lot of everything. It. Ain't no way, boy. Your, word, your words ran together. There it was, was no all spaces. together. Boy, ain't no way. Y'all hearing weird? I know. <laughs> I ain't talking no fast. You're just listening slow. You know what I mean?
Can you wrap us up, <laughs> yeah. like, Can you please end the show, Tim? I don't do. I'm not the one to end the show. Am I? Yeah, how you this nigga, dog? Oh my! I'm, I almost went the whole episode without saying nigga too. Almost don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but now that it's just me, man, man they done took their shit off. Hey, listen, this, man said this your boy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna use this two minute drill <laughs> to go ahead and talk in Tim's corner. Man, get this, <laughs> cut this nigga off, man. God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's been fun, y'all. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said. Tim, do I know I'm gonna cut? Like, what? <laughs> 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 <laughs>